Uh, Brother George Thomason is going to be preaching, and I'm look forward, looking forward to hear Brother George. He's a, a, the care director here, and just, uh, I mean, I look to him. I lean on him a lot when it comes to uh, things that go on. And uh, so give him a hand this morning. Brother George, come on up. Good morning, everybody. Mikey had, was talking earlier about going to Beijing two years ago. Whenever he was asked, what'd you eat over there? He said, whatever they put in front of me, I ate. He said, I eat all kinds of stuff. And I thought went through my mind, I bet they'd come out and they set down different decorations and stuff. And Mike was eating it. Uh, they was probably laughing. He didn't know he was laughing at him. <laughs> I don't know if anybody noticed of the t-shirt that I have on today and the screen that's up there. How many people in here recognize that logo? Raise your hand. Most of you are all my age or older. <laughs> this was really popular back in the 70s. For those that are listening to the CD, it says, keep on trucking. And there's, I don't know, four guys on here in this strutting walk. And whenever I was a kid and... Um, all the cool guys had these t-shirts. And I remember going to the fair at Charlie Brown Park, and one of the vendors there, he had these very t-shirts there. And um, I had saved up my money and saved up my money, and uh, I ended up buying one of these t-shirts and putting it on. And I kept that thing for at least three or four years until it was just frazzled because it was so cool. I or I thought I was cool, but it was. And um, it says, keep on trucking. If you would, turn to me to Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. It says, brethren, I count... Count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I come to you today in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for this, this day. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to preach. Lord, I pray for your holy anointing upon the preaching and the words that come out of my mouth today. Lord, um, I pray that for the congregation, for their hearts to be open, Lord, that good seed would fall onto fertile ground today. In Jesus' name, amen. There's, uh, I have several different Bibles on, in my library in there that I study out of and read out of. Got, this one here is, was given to me. It's the Evidence Bible, King James Version. I've got New King James Version, Old King James Version, NIV, um, New Living Transla Translation, um, several different versions. And uh, whenever, I come, whenever I was thinking about this message and thinking about pressing on, and I was thinking about this t-shirt from back when I was a kid, Keep On Trucking, I thought, if they made a 70s version of the Bible in this scripture, it may have said, Keep on trucking. That might have been Paul's words. I don't know. I don't know. That was just me. I didn't have any spiritual nutrition. That was just my crazy thoughts. Um, 
Here recently, I was at the federal building in Mount Vernon, get some social security card stuff taken care of. And if you've never been at the federal building, social security office, whenever you go in and you sit down and you take a number, you push a button, take a number. And we pushed a button, took a number, and it was number 79. And up on the wall, there's this little digital thing, and it says, now serving, and it gives the number that it was. Or no, no, our number was 86. It said, now serving, number 79. So I was thinking there was like seven people ahead of us. So we sat there and sat there, and um, there wasn't very many people in that building. There's only like two or three other people. And I thought, this doesn't add up. And I thought, well, maybe they're in the back room getting taken care of by, you know, three or four other people. So all of a sudden, the number changes, and it says, like, now serving number 82, and one person went out. And I thought, well, that doesn't add up. What were they doing? What were they trying to do to me? Were they trying to just jack up the numbers to make me feel good? I thought, why didn't you just put number 80, serving number 80? Well, it wasn't just for very much longer, and it said, now serving number 86, and we were up. And as we walked up, there was an elderly gentleman sitting um, very patiently, and he was, uh, he was in a wheelchair, and he had an ox oxygen mask on. And um, as we walked by, we said, hey... How are you doing? And he goes, he couldn't talk very well. And he said, I think I'm dead. <laughs> and I go, and I couldn't hear him. And I was like, what? And he goes, I think I'm dead. <laughs> and I looked at him, and he was, he was breathing. And I said, excuse me, sir? And he goes, they think I'm dead. And I said, you're not. And he said, yeah, they think I'm dead. And I said, well, buddy, hang in there. <laughs> and I was preparing for this message at that time. And I was thinking, yeah, little buddy, keep on trucking. Don't let this system get you down. You know, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And don't let this system get it messed up, man. You need your check. Keep on, press on, press on to the mark. And you know, that's easy for me to tell him that. He had a hard time getting there probably. He had to, have, he had to find a ride to get there. That's not always easy to do. Um, the, you know, just getting into the building and making all the arrangements and everything, just making an appointment or getting, or getting in there. Push, I didn't even hardly know to push the button and take the number. But that's easy for me to say, to hang in there and keep on going. Um, some of the things, I, I was thinking about some of the things that hold us back or hinder us from pressing on. And three of the things come to my mind. Three of the things that, that might hold us back or hinder us from pressing on. One of them is fear. The other one is worry. And the third one that I thought of was depression. Now, I don't want this to be a depressive moment. Certainly not that. But I mean, I'm thinking realistically. 
Some of the things that do hold us back are those three things. Now, not everybody in here is going to understand that. Because, see, you may not understand this unless you've had a sickness or one of your kids have had a sickness, a serious illness, to where you've been in the hospital and you not know. And you've got people praying for them, praying for you. You're praying and you're pouring your heart out to God. But some people may not know that unless they've been through that, the worry that might come onto your mind. Um, You may not understand what I'm talking about if you've never lost a parent or a child or somebody very close to you, maybe a spouse. You might not understand that things like fear, worry, and depression can affect us. You may not understand it if you've never been through divorce or you've never had your parents be divorced. You may not understand these these problems. You may not understand it if you've never been in a company that's had to downsize and either you've had to let someone go or, or you're the one that got let go. You may not understand these depressions and these fears or worries. You may not understand it if you've never been in school and been bullied as a kid or been bullied at work. You may not understand what I'm talking about if you've never been abused. And thank God if you haven't. You may not understand these things or these problems if you've never been broke to where you didn't have nothing. Teens, you may not understand this if you've never had a bad breakup in your relationship with your boyfriend or girlfriend. And as trivial as that might seem to some adults, to teens, it's devastating. I remember when I was a teen and it happened to me, I was totally devastated. So you might not understand these things unless you've been the one who was huddled up in a ball and crying and broken. And if you've never been through any of this stuff, I would like to follow you around and do what you are doing. (laughs) Not all these things have happened to me, but a couple or three have. And it's not easy. And, and you could say, George, this is easy for you to say, to press on, to keep on trucking, to keep moving forward, because you're a preacher. But no, I'm a human being just like the rest of you. And it's not always easy. But this fear, worry, and depression, faith in Christ overrides fear, worry, and depression. You see... Whenever, it's, whenever you see somebody else going through something, we have compassion for them, and we have concern for them, and we pray for them and everything. But until you're the one going through the issue, you just don't understand fully. But most of us have been through one or more of these things, and it's not fun. Peter started to sink whenever he stepped out onto the water. He started to worry. And what did Peter do? He cried out to Jesus. And what did he say? He said, Lord, save me, Jesus. 
save me. And Jesus Jesus answered with a gesture. He stretched forth his hand and pulled him up. This message is very simple. It's very simple. I know it sounds too easy and simple, but if you're going through fear, worry, or depression, what we've got to do is we've got to cry out to Jesus, and we've got to cry out, save me, O Lord. I know it sounds so simple, but it's so effective. And he's always going to answer us. may not always be the answer that we're looking for. Sometimes we ignore the answers that we're looking for. You take the story of um, Abraham and Isaac. Whenever Abraham was, took Isaac up and was going to offer him up as a sacrifice, and then in the midst of the middle of it, whenever Isaac's laid down on the altar, and then all of a sudden there was a ram caught by its horn in the thickets that is a replacement for the sacrifice, And there was a way out. And so Isaac is spared. But you know, sometimes if we put ourselves in that same position, there could be a way out for us. There could be that ram stuck in the thicket that is a replacement to where we have a way out and we don't even see it. We might, us not even seeing this way out of a mess, this fear, worry, and depression can get in our way and cloud us up. And if, we, if our faith in Christ stays strong and we, we not let this fear, worry, and depression overtake us, then we can see God's blessings in front of us at, at work and that it's not clouded up. Because, I mean, this, the worst thing to be happening is for you to be praying along, oh, Lord, Lord. I need, I've been tithing, and I need a financial blessing, Lord. Please, please help me. I just lost my job. Please help me, Lord. And I walk right past a sign that says, now hiring. You know what I'm saying? So, this message is very simple. And... I, I, don't, I don't know any other way to put it other than to cry out to him and cry out, save me, O Lord. If the musicians would come up, please. A few years ago, I got a call from a window and siding company. And they were trying to sell me some windows and siding. And whenever they told me about how much it was gonna be, I just about fainted. (laughs) But they made them sound so good. They made them sound so good. And I was, you know, I was trying to get them out of there. And it was hard to get them out of there. And they went through their whole spiel and everything. And, you know, they were just doing their job. They were just doing their job. And they were telling me, and it was almost too good to be true. 
they would tell me, you know, these things are guaranteed for life and yada yada and everything, you know, and, you know, you're only going to do this once. And they were very, very persuasive. And the crazy thing is I almost bought them. And I'm sure they would have been great. I couldn't afford it. I didn't have any money. What I'm presenting to you today is so much more than windows and siding. Because you might ask me, well, what are you presenting? Whenever you say, George, you need to cry out to Jesus and ask him to save you. Well, if you've never given your life to Christ, you need to do that today. Regardless of whether you're going through troubles or not, you need to do that today. You might ask me, well, how much does this salvation cost? And I can tell you, it costs all his blood, all his precious blood. The most precious thing on earth. And you say, well, I can't afford that. And I would say to you, the price has already been paid. Paid in full. God's grace is free for those that will take it. But it's not cheap. You might ask me what kind of guarantee this comes with. And I would tell you it comes with the best guarantee ever. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. Not just a guarantee, but an assurance of where you're going to spend eternity. And you might tell me, George, well, if what you're saying is true, I'd be a fool not to do this. And I'd say, it would be a bad decision for you not, not to do this. And you'd say, well, I, I think I'd like to do that. If you'd all please stand. You'd all bow your heads, please. There'd be anybody in here who uh, has never given their life to Christ and would like to do that today. I'm inviting you to please, please raise your hand right now. Anybody at all, if you've ever thought about doing this and, and you'd like to today, you would please write, raise your hand. I'm going to open up this altar to whosoever needs to come and pray. If you're going through anything in your life today, I would ask you to please come up and pray at the altars. There'll be people that come up and pray with you. Nobody will pray by themselves. Um, we're just going to open it up at this time. And I will just, I'll pray before, before we do this. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for this service. Lord, anybody in here who's going through any of these three things, fear, worry, or depression, Lord, I just pray that they would bring it to you and cry out to you and cry out, save me, O oh Lord. I just thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. upon the wind
We want you to bring anything that you have to the Lord today.
want to thank you, church, and thank all those that came forward for prayer this morning. I want to thank Kristen Olden from Sisney for accepting Jesus Christ into her life today. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677. I saw Jesus.